D.I. Nikki Parrick would have missed the entrance if she hadn't caught sight of the round mirror reflecting in her headlights on the opposite side of the road, indicating a concealed drive as she crept along in her Turan. Dear Sajid Malik was beside her, clutching his seatbelt as if that would protect him, should Nikki misjudge one of the tight bends in the rural lane and send them plummeting into a ditch or through one of the dry stone walls that bordered fields. Relax, Saj. This is it. You can stop panicking now. Sajid released his grip on the belt but continued to sit rigidly beside her. You're a bloody menace, Nick. You know that. Nicky grinned. Saj hated being a passenger, which was fine by Nicky most of the time because his Jaguar was infinitely more comfortable than her vehicle. However, shock horror, his precious Jag had developed a fault that caused the windows to keep going up and down at random. Thus, it was in the garage till tomorrow morning and Sajid was forced to slum it with Nicky in her car. Nicky had quite enjoyed riding with Saj when the windows played up, not because she enjoyed being unexpectedly hit by driving rain or wind, but because of Sajid's reaction to the indignity of it. He'd taken it as a personal affront, as if the car had developed the electrical fault solely to inconvenience him. Because his reaction had been so extreme, Nicky had taken great delight in recording the entire event, starting with the beetroot bloom that had suffused his face, encompassing the darkening frown that had pulled his brows over his eyes and ending with a diatribe of swearing that erupted every time the window swished up or down. Of course, he hadn't been best pleased when she'd shared the recording in the team's WhatsApp group. But hey-ho, that was life and, despite being reduced to travelling in the Parrockmobile, he seemed to have forgiven her. One glance at his face had her reconsidering her earlier assessment because Sajid's glower was enough to curdle milk still in the cow's udder. She guided the car onto the drive and slowed right down to navigate the bends that swept unendingly before them. Come on, Saj, it was only a joke. You didn't have to share it, though, did you? He had a point. She didn't have to share it. However, she'd really, really wanted to. I'm sorry. Mates again? Before Saj could reply, Nikki slammed her foot on the brake, sending Sajid pitching forward, grabbing for the dashboard as he attempted to brace himself. Fuff! Now, 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 Saj, no need to swear. Look. In front of them, a massive house dominated a parking circle with an ornate fountain in the centre. Even in the murky dark, the glow from strategically placed lights highlighted the picturesque feature. Nicky opened the driver's window and the tinkling of the fountain filtered through. Parked all around the fountain were police cars and CSI vans with uniformed officers dotted around setting up the outer cordon. Crime scene tape secured in place across the front of the house, which was really a mansion, by metal stakes, fluttered against the breeze. Crap! The first responders should have secured a wider cordon. All these vehicles will have obscured any possible tyre tracks or signs of entry to the house.
Her gaze moved from the officers busily trying to expand the tape around the circumference of the house to the sweeping stairs that led up to the huge arched front door. We're talking serious money here, Saj. Serious, Dosh. Saj cracked his door open and stepped from the vehicle, his eyes scanning the scene before them, his head shaking from side to side, as if in awe that someone could actually live in such a dwelling.